When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Mm. Just making our own sound effects here. This makes people think that we're super busy. Steve, I want you to watch Shrinking. It's so good. I finished it for real this time. I finished all the episodes. It's so good. I love it. Easily, um, easy to replace Ted Lasso with this one. This is a good one. Both can exist. The cast is so good. Did they set it up for a season two? Yes. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. I'm sure there's a season two. And... I really think you'll like it. It does get a little dirty. There is some dirty birdie stuff. Verbally. Mm-hmm. Verbal dirty birdie. Verbal dirty bird. <laughs> Verdy birdie. Verbal. But so much heart. It's about friendship at any age and fatherhood and loss and love. Acceptance. It's great. Mm. Highly recommend. And I do think it does come from one of the producers of Ted Lasso. Does it really? I believe it does. You believe me? I do believe you. Yeah. Thanks. Um, well, I don't know why I haven't gone back to it. I get in TV stretches and then I get out of TV stretches. I get in stretches where at the end of a day, I want to watch a show. And other times we're at the end of a day, and this is probably where you and I greatly differ. I want to watch YouTube on my television. That. And I want to search. I get that. Sometimes I'll just sit on the couch and scroll through Instagram without the TV on, without any noise. Sure. Yeah. I'll yeah, just yeah. sit by myself just to unwind. Yeah. A lot of time can go by in a jiffy. It's so true. In a jiffy. But I just put it on your list. Okay. Hang on one second. Can I get a witness? Anybody else watching this? I don't feel like I hear anybody really jumping in and going, yeah, I love that. I've only heard good things about it, though. So I haven't heard good. people saying, oh, that show sucked. There's something about Jason it. Jason like, Segel's so lovable. So lovable. Mm-hmm. I don't always like a sitcom because they seem very predictable. I like when they mix funny with a little bit of drama. You like a dramedy more than a comedy. Correct. Loved it. And if you've never watched Afterlife, are you a fan of Ricky Gervais, Mike? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Afterlife, highly recommend to everybody. Thank you. Also, don't forget, there's still Little America, which is so good. I'll probably never watch it. I don't know. You could just pick any know. episode, any episode at all. Okay. Because they're not in, each is a standalone episode. And it's just lovely. 
I need an assistant to You're going to love, you, are, you will love Little America. You know what you could do? Make you a list? And send it to me. All right. That'd be nice, right? Do you, you think you would do it? that? Yes. I don't know. No, I'll put it in, like, uh, make it a note. All right. Hey, we got a call coming in. Let's take it hot. The hot one. All right, let's go. Here we go. I'm a little bit nervous. Hi there. You are now on the radio. Tell us your name and why you called. Hey, my name is Lori, and I'm calling about shrinking. Uh, What do you think? Thoughts? Okay, I love it. And my husband and I were just talking the other day, and I said Steve would not because too much of the Effenheimer and too much Dirty Birdie. Oh, man. But I love it. I, and my I, husband loves it. I think that's really the only thing. I don't think they say the F word that much, do they? Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sometimes they, <laughs> I know, they, they use they it use as... language in Ted Lasso, too. You know, I'd say probably as much as in Ted Lasso, which yeah. we also love. Yeah, we kind of navigate okay. through that. I think it's okay. a little more... Yeah, I'm a, I have network, if you're new to the show, I have network TV sensibilities when it comes to dirty birdie <laughs> stuff and language and all that. Uh, but it's more palatable when the overall arc of the thing is positive. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, very much so. And oh. it is. Harrison Ford. So good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. He's, he's having a resurgence, really if is. ever anyone's had no. one. Well, and the daughter's awesome. The daughter, the daughter is, is adorable. <laughs> so the daughter lost her mom, Jason Siegel's wife. Mm. And it's kind yes. of how to navigate grief. Yes. And, yeah, and they're having trouble connecting initially in that first episode. And I'm sure that right. Yeah, they're trying to find their way back to right. each other. Well, thank you for that. Thank Thanks, you for calling girl. in. Yeah, you guys have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. See how I said bye? Yes. Like, bye. <laughs> yes. Instead of bye, I just went full on. Yeah. Thanks. Oh my gosh. I was I, trying to check check it before uh, we came on the air. I was like doing a little rehearsal. Yeah, no, and it sounded good Thanks for sure on the hey, air. Hey Mike. Yeah, I just liked how you, you mentioned, you know, they don't use it that much. I went to the uh, parental guide oh, uh, no. on shrinking. Of course oh, yeah, you did, have? Zamboni. Episode one, thirty five F words. Oh, now that is by far the worst. So it must have been part of the storyline, or it must have been somebody was. Well, you know what? I survived that first episode. Okay. okay. Oh, you did. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, then that was the worst one, according yeah. to uh, the parental guide. All right. Uh, we got another, another call. One? Yeah. yeah, we'll take one more. Uh, we're taking hot calls coming in. Cold calls, hot calls. Doesn't matter. You're on the radio now. What's your name and why'd you call? My name is unpaid researcher Phil Jones. Hey, Philip, welcome to the program. Hey, shrinking is a great show. Anything I love you'd it like so to much. Add? What do you like about it, Phil? I, I just think that it's good banter back and forth. I also agree that Steve would not like it. Really? Jason Matheson also raves about this show. Yeah. About shrinking. Yeah, he likes about, it too. Uh, that's right. About shrinking. Um, and I had another thought or comment that I had to call in to make. Yes, please. Uh, Mr. Uh, Patterson. Yes. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, the, why are we talking about making a list of things to watch <laughs> when we don't even watch? Oh, bad connection, Phil. We gotta go. Oh, man. Cut out. Sorry it's about that. Too bad. Phil, try back never. <laughs> or whatever. You Phil. know who he sounds like? Ooh, he's got there's a good a, voice. There's a poker player oh. who shares the same first name, Phil Helmuth. He's like the bad boy of poker. And actually, I believe Phil Helm- Helmuth's brother is from Minnesota. 
And that, they got that big Helmuth exactly. building. Exactly. You know, on uh, 169 and 494, that yeah. little roundabout says Helmuth up there. Yeah. That's, that's Phil Helmuth's brother. Oh. He's from, uh, I think, Wisconsin, like Madison wow. area. Okay. I'm familiar with who that is. I used to watch a lot of poker. Oh, gosh. Yeah. A lot. Me too. When I lived in LA, they had this big casino where they would have some world poker tour events and stuff like that called Commerce Casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would go there and play sometimes. And I, I watched pros come in for an event one time and couldn't believe it. I was like standing right next to Phil Helmuth, like, how long can I just let this happen? <laughs> After he busted out of a tournament, too. So, of course, he had a lot to say. Uh, but there was a, probably a window of my life where I thought I would like to play poker professionally. Oh, yeah. I think every dude goes through that. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. poker phase. Oh, yeah. oh totally. Now I'm in the smoke and meats phase, and then I'll shift back into World War II history. You should go down to the card club. Oh, yeah. Play a little cards. The card club? The card club down What's in Shakopee. There's a card club? Canterbury. Canterbury? Canterbury Card Club? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a big card club? Yeah. It's biggish, yeah. It's the largest one in the area, for sure. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. 30 some yeah. tables? Yeah. Let us know how that just goes. Just poker? They do any blackjack or just poker? It's all table it's games. It's everything. Yep. Really? Yep. Yeah. They're not doing. You uh, can get in a tournament. They're not doing craps there. They'll you do, can't do no. You can't no. do craps roulette in Minnesota. Okay. Um, but they do have all the other table games. You've and got they'll do Texas Hold'em and, tournaments. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that wild that you can't do roulette? You can't do craps. It has to do with some like proprietary aspect to that table game. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a Vegas thing, right? You got to yeah. go to it's a lot of terrible. Crazy. Well, actually, right. yeah, craps and roulette you can get over in Wisconsin. So, oh, no, so not too far. Just like sports betting, it's another reason for us to leave this state to use our money right. elsewhere for other yeah. states to use for good things. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot All of right. sense. By All the right. way, any uh, lawmakers listening? <laughs> back to shrinking. Yes. Um, Laura sent an email. I love shrinking. It's the best show. Steve would love it. Funny, sweet, all at once. Uh, Chris Laura. said shrinking is great. Love Jessica Williams, a.k.a. Gabby. I agree. Okay. She is. Uh, I think she had done some stuff for The Daily Show. Maybe I'll see if... She's a comedian. Uh, if... Very funny. She's my favorite character on the whole show. All right. So check it out, Steve. Do you hey, want me to... I'll send you a note right now. Sure. When we come back, speaking of shrinking, Keanu Reeves shrank his script for the new John Wick movie. Like a lot. I'll tell you what he did. It's kind of fascinating. And then we got a couple of studies that we'll get into as well. It's the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Friends, what's up? Stevie Boy. For my buddies over at the Canopy Group, we're just coming out to pick your prize right there. Somebody's going to win a big prize. Uh, you could win money, too, in a sense, right? I mean, if you save money, that's more money in your pocket. Wouldn't you like it if I said, what if I could give you $800 that stays with you and doesn't go out the door? That's what the Canopy Group does for new clients all the time. Average new customers, uh, they end up saving about 810 bucks. We had a MyTalk who called in and was like, hey, I saved 1200 bucks." And guess what? I have better coverage now at a better price. How did that all work? I don't know. It's Canopy Group Magic, guys. Here's what they do. They have 16 different insurance companies that they've partnered with. They have 40 specialists who work at the Canopy Group, so they're working there on your behalf, and you can connect with them. And then they say, hey, great, this is what you need insured. Stay right there. And then they talk with the insurance companies, and they make them fight it out for your business. And guess what? They don't want to lose business to each other, and so they say, hey, wait, I can give her that coverage at this price. They do all the work. You keep all the money. Doesn't that sound good? Start saving today. TheCanopyGroup.com. Hello. Welcome back to the program. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. I'm just super relaxed, you know, I'm just trying yeah, to... so glad to see that. Think into this space. Sure. <sighs> I found something interesting out about Keanu Reeves. 
Okay. He was in John Wick 4. It had the best opening weekend of any John Wick movie. People love these movies. We're going to have to get on board. I guess so. Apparently, though, he doesn't say too much. Keanu only says 380 words. What? Throughout the whole movie. The movie is almost three hours long. I wonder how much money he got. 15 million. 15 million to memorize 380 words. I think it was like 40,000 um, a word. Holy cow. 10% of his... Uh, oh, by the way, the, the, the director of the movie says, Mr. Reeves stripped out roughly half the dialogue written for his character in the initial script. So Keanu was like, don't need that, don't need that, nah, don't need that. About 10% of his words are spoken in the movie's two-and-a-half-minute trailer. And he says more in that trailer than he does in the first 25 minutes of the movie. Here is Keanu Reeves' longest line of dialogues. Everybody ready? Yes. And again, getting paid, good for him. Keanu's longest uninterrupted line of dialogue is... You and I left a good life behind a long time ago, my friend. I bet he was off book pretty early. That's it? That's it. You and I left a good life behind a long time ago, my friend. What's he working with his eyes through the whole thing? There's a lot of physical work to be done. I did see a behind-the-scenes video of him rehearsing one of the many fight scenes, and it was highly choreographed and he's there on a mat with a guy and they're jabbing each other and throwing each other so what he lacks in words he he lets his fist do the talking is he a big fit guy no he's a he's a slender guy if he was in this room right now he is i like a slender tall build yeah he's not like mark Wahlberg. okay um but anyway Keanu's base salary for playing John Wick was $1 million in the first movie, and then it went up to $15 million over the uh, to $15 million over the span of those four movies. Wow. I Must be that. nice, huh? I mean, how many words? Think of how many more words we're saying and in getting, this segment. getting maybe a minuscule amount of what he's getting. You know, if any managers are listening, frankly, we demand change and we want to be paid per word. I like that. I think we go in together and stand united. I think we'd need to know what each other's making union, first. Union, union. What? We'd need to know what each other's making first. Oh, yeah. We that, we're not going to go there. You might be negotiating down to me. You're probably making loads more. You've been in this business for a long time. I don't think that's true. You've got all the, you no, know, no, the I star too, power. No, I have too much other stuff going on that they're like, you don't need too much here. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You're right. You're doing other stuff. Hmm. Are we unionizing? Wait, I don't think you're allowed to joke about that. No, you're not. I think they'll, well, you started. Oh, you I said it kidding. first. You, you did a chant. <laughs> I asked a question. You led a chant, a movement, some say. I don't know. I would just like to say, All if right. any of us get fired, I ask it be her. <laughs> I don't know. That won't necessarily get you more money. Studies have shown that... Studies med- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right. Which study do you want to do? Let's do the uh, good time to be a single, bald, and short man. Oh, yeah. This is fun. (laughs) uh, 63% of people who are single, by the way, say that personality is more important than looks. That's largely people have said that for a long time, right? Oh, for sure. A great personality will make up for average looks. Yeah, you can't just like be super hot and just Yeah, just don't be gross. A third of the people currently... There's bystanders. <laughs> Just don't be gross. What are you looking for? Just don't be gross. <laughs> Makes you want her to define gross, doesn't it? Right. Here we go. A third of people currently looking for a man said that being bald and under five foot seven would have no impact on their decision to date them. also said they feel more comfortable making the first move on a guy who's short or missing some hair up top. So it kind of takes the pressure off of that guy. Now, it feels like a a touch backhanded compliment in this way. According to this study, one benefit of dating a guy who's short and bald is he probably won't cheat on you. Oh, my God. I'm just, don't kill the messenger. That's... Ridiculous. 72% said they'd be less worried their man would cheat if he was short, bald, or seen as the less attractive one in the relationship. Well, that's assuming a lot about yourself then. But let's be honest. Let me just play devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. There's always like. If you were, no, but if you were, if you were dating just a drop dead gorgeous guy, or if you were dating Jim from. Sales works a swing shift sure. on the weekend. I see where you you'd going. be more concerned that hot guy Fabio is going to cheat on you as opposed to Jim. Yeah, I saw Fabio in a uh, Hollywood parking lot one time outside of a Mel's diner. Funny you say that. Really? Did you say hi? No, I was just like, whoa, that's Fabio. My brother just texted me from Belgium, and he is staying in the same hotel as Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher and their kids. Really? Hmm. Isn't that funny? He's like, uh, they just, we just crossed paths with them at a hotel in some place in Belgium. They were with their kids. It looks like they're staying at the, well, I maybe shouldn't say the name of the hotel, yeah. but he gave me the name of the hotel. That's fun. Um, yeah, you, celebrities. They're all over the place. Remember when, uh, when Fabio, <laughs> didn't he go on the roller coaster? And the bird, and the I can't, bird, don't. And he came back with like blood and feathers on him. <sighs> How was the ride, Fabio? It could have been a little bit better. 
There was this dove on the second hill. I was dying when that happened. So was the bird. Oh, sorry. That was most unfortunate. <laughs> I'm remembering it right, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So we're going to uh, try this little game. It's called Whose Voice Is It Anyway? It's very fun. It'll be me versus Donna. We have to guess a celebrity's voice just by hearing it with a basic hint. Play along. That game is next. Ooh, hello. Good morning. Welcome back. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're a little game heavy today, aren't we? Well, we are. And we have no regrets about it. Not at all. People love games. Games make people feel good. I'm thinking this for the game that I've created here. Search Bar Showdown. Oh. Because it can happen in Amazon. Sure. But eventually, we'll move that son of a gun to Bing when we feel like we want to get crazy. Google, Walmart.com, Target.com. Timu? Yeah. Oh, Timu will be good. (laughs) All right, but we digress. Mm -hmm. This game we are going to call, Whose Voice Is It Anyway? Good question. We play this game with... Name that tune rules, where Mike goes, finds different celebrity voices, audio of celebrities, gives a generic hint, and then Donna and I, just like on the old game show, name that tune, we have to place our bids. I can name that voice in nine seconds. I can name that voice in six seconds. Name that voice. Yeah. And we, uh, a couple things we mentioned last week, we're test driving a few different concepts. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned the generic clue. This week I went for... Um, Fun, like riddly clues Great. that don't necessarily say much, but maybe a little bit. So it accomplishes the same thing without being too specific. Love is that. basically the goal. Okay. And again, one thing I would recommend if you haven't done it and you want to watch some old name that tune uh, clips from like the original show, you should do that. But really be aggressive when you say name that tune. So oh, go no. back and forth like it's a strategic part where you're working through the bids. But then when you want that other person to name that tune, you tell them to Slap name that down, tune. Donna. All right. Yeah, fine. it's got to be aggressive. Okay. Donna, fine. that's you. All righty. So let's do this thing. I got to flip a coin to see who's going to bid first. Oh, yes, the virtual coin. This first one. Flipped. Love that the internet has a virtual coin. And it is flipping. Who wants to call it? Tails. Okay. Perfect. That worked All out right. well. Uh, it was Tails. <laughs> mm-hmm. You won. Okay. I go first. Is flipping a coin truly 50-50? That's the top Google search. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, people. Uh, uh, people are very smart. All right, here okay, we go. Here we go. First one. Here is your clue. Least known for playing an athlete on a long-time WB show. So that is your clue. Least known for playing an athlete on a long-time WB show. I can name that voice in 10 seconds. I can name that voice in six seconds. <laughs> we found the strategy. I can name that voice in five seconds. Name that voice! There we go. All righty. Again, I'll give you your clue one more time. Least known for playing an athlete on a longtime WB show. Donna? Yep. You've got five seconds of this voice. The performance and the writing and the stories and uh, sort of generating empathy from the audience where they could laugh. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm going to say 
He's known for playing an athlete on the WWE. Again, don't get hung up on the Ridley clues. They're just, that probably not going to help you very much. Yeah, that's sort of like an odd it's bit about more of their just biography. Exactly. I don't know it. Oh, man. I don't no know guess. it. I don't have a guess. No, no guess. I, and I don't have a steal. Let's all listen to it again. You don't even have a guess now, Steve, that you want to... If no. you were put to it, okay, no guesses. No, no one would have got this first one. Steve will ultimately get the point, but here for the audience. Performance and the writing and the stories and uh, sort of generating empathy from the audience where they could laugh and be surprised and mm. have fun, and hopefully it doesn't. Is it Charlie Sheen? No. No. Oh, boy. It feels like a familiar voice, but I just cannot place it's that voice. It's probably hard to place because he's more animated than I've ever seen him in this interview. Really? Let's just hear down to them, but it's it's still really entertaining. You know, they're the kind of movies that Matt and I historically have. have that should give it to you. Ben Affleck. Yep, Ben wow. Affleck. Really? That is Ben Affleck right there. Okay, I don't get the clue. Yeah, that's that's the whole point. One of Ben Affleck. The whole point of the clue is just a fun thing. He played a basketball player on Buffy the Vampire Slayer early in his career. Oh. <laughs> so the whole point of the clue, like I said, if when I was doing the specific clues, it no, was getting a little, good. yeah, it was getting a little too, <laughs> I think, on the nose as we talked about. So okay. this is kind of more of a random one. You'll kind of get it as we roll All along. All right, Steve so, gets the point. Steve gets yes. the point for that first one. Uh, we will start this next one here. This is uh, your little riddle slash clue. Actress with a bit part in a streamer show that originated on a small cable channel. Mm. Actress with a bit part in a streamer show that originated on a small cable channel. I can name that voice in seven seconds. Name that voice! Wow. Oh, immediate tap out. Yeah, I, I, I won't get this. Okay. I should have said nine. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Steve, you've got seven seconds to name this voice. Like the, uh, used to perform autopsies on little animals when I was younger, <laughs> like little lizards that I found that were dead in my backyard. She's weird. <laughs> Nikes. Wow. Oh, man. So this really shows, and just by hearing Mike there, if you're seeing it, it it's a really a critical part of the puzzle, right? We 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 hear voices, but I bet when he just said "Wow," like "Wow," that we didn't get that. I I, I don't. You have a guess? I don't have a guess. You got one? Donna? Can you can you repeat the clue? Uh, the clue was actress with a bit part in a streamer show that originated on a small cable channel. But again, don't get too hung up on those. I don't think mm. the whole point is they're just kind of obscure. It will give you a little detail. I have no idea. Hmm. Let's listen to it again. Here we go. Yeah, used to perform autopsies on little animals when I was younger, like little lizards that I found that were dead in my backyard. She's weirdo in the sense that she breaks. Nothing. I'm going to go with, and I know this won't count as a point anymore, Sadie Sink? No. Oh, good guess. First one, and the fun part about putting this game together is you have to kind of have a delicate balance between people that are super recognizable and people that aren't. I right. thought this was the one where I'm like, no whoever way. gets this one. Amanda Bynes. No. Could we have more of a straightforward hint? <laughs> um, yeah. Just off the top of your head. Today. Oh, oh my it's gosh. Wednesday it's Adams. Wednesday Adams. What's there you face? go. Yes. It's Jenna Ortega. Oh, like, man. Yeah. Used to perform autopsies on little animals when I was younger. Like little lizards that I found that were dead in my backyard. She's weirdo in the sense. Yeah. 
Wow. Ortega. Okay. Now okay. that you say it, how did and we not? By the way, she was on uh, the show You, which of oh, course originated it. on Lifetime and now is a streamer show. So got it. that was the uh, little clue there. Darn okay, it. A little good. riddle That's clue there. Clue. All right. So now we're on to the final one, and it's tied 1 1. So no need for a tiebreaker today. Donna, you get to start the bidding on this one Donna too, my friend. To start the bidding. Here is your clue. Tired businessman in one universe, devoted father in another. Oh, jeez. I can name that voice in 10 seconds. I can name that voice in seven seconds. I'm going to let you name that freaking voice. All right, one more time. Now, this is for the victory. If Steve gets this one right, he'll get the point or get the win uh, because it's tied 1-1. If he gets it wrong, Donna gets it and the victory. The clue is tired businessman in one universe, devoted father in another. Mm. Come on, Steve. Let's go. We go. I want to have the scream. And if you see the video, you'll understand what I mean. I said, I want to have that scream in the film. And uh... All right feel really good about this. Oh, mm. Donna, do you know the voice I as think, you hear it? I think I do. I'm going to say, even though the clue isn't doing much for me, that is the voice of my favorite Batman, Christian Bale. Wow. You got it. Congratulations. Thought, nope, I thought Chris Hemsworth. Wow. Oh. Darn. Now explain the clue. Uh, tired businessman in one universe. He, of course, played Batman, who yes. you would easily describe as a very tired, tired businessman. Business yes. Every time it showed him as, uh, as uh, yeah, his alter ego, he was basically the sleeping there at the table. And devoted father, he played Gore the Impaler in uh, Thor Love and Thunder, yes, which did. basically was going to he was going to end the universe just to save his daughter. So Yes. Wow. Yeah. That was a tough you know, go. What I kind of like about those clues are it gives an extra morsel at the end. True, yeah. Can we hear the uh, audio of Christian Bale one more time for everybody else who's like, really, it was Christian Bale? Yes, you certainly can. Here we go. There's a character in it that that inspired me regarding... I think we started right here. If you see the video, you'll understand what I mean. I said, I want to have that scream in the film. And uh, and, uh, I do understand, but uh, that deal wasn't kept because... I like it. Christian Bale once uh, told... I, I believe... I think I'm telling the story correctly... You've heard me mention Sam Rubin before. He's an L.A. entertainment news anchor. Yep. And he maybe still does, but at one point lived close to Christian Bale. And this was during one of the years that he was in the running for an Oscar. And so he said, what if I just slipped a note into his mailbox and just invited him onto our show that way? Not through the agent or the manager, just direct to him. And I believe he said that Christian Bale responded and said, if you can, you, you know, you hear the Christian Bale voice in his writing, which is, I only do interviews under the most intense of pressure. Uh, <laughs> Meaning like, only I if I really have to. Right. So thank Being you so much. Being strong-armed by the studio yeah. or something. Got it. Oh, man. That was fun. That was fun. Man. Uh, let me go back. Let me just back to you. We got a minute, right? Yeah. We got a minute. Uh, Mike, we played the uh, Search Bar Showdown. Oh, yes, yes. Um, And our letter today was the letter F. All right. Um, You've got about one minute to see if you can rattle off any of the Mm. top search results on Amazon that can come up when you type in the letter F. Footwear. Nothing uh, with foot. 
Not, no foot thing at all. Wow. How about Folgers? Folgers, not on the list. Wow. Um, football. Football, not on the list. How? Well, I'm glad I wasn't part it was of this hard. today. It was really um, hard. Yeah. How about uh, French fries? Not on the list in a weird search, I think, <laughs> on Amazon. What about an Amazon product that helps you to view more things? View more things. Oh, Fire Stick. Fire yes. Stick. That's that that was how sure. we started. We okay. finally got Holly there. Got it. Uh, Fire Stick, Fairlife Protein Shakes, Fitbit, Floating Shelves, Fitbit. Fish Oil, Fan, hmm. and then Floor Lamp, Food Scale, and then these two are companions, Full Size Mattress, Full Size Bed Frame. Uh, F's hard. That uh, was a hard one. Yeah. It was really... Effing hard, as they say. That's <laughs> ah, so funny. Tomorrow. Get the um, F out of here. Donna. Tomorrow, what? Tomorrow, <laughs> we are going to do FR. Ooh. All right. Okay. Very so exciting. That'll come up tomorrow at a random time during our show. Hey, we didn't get to this in our study segment, but you know, Minnesota has made another best of list. Oh, yeah. That I find surprising. I will tell you what it is in the final stretch of the show when we come right back. Hey, it is Rocco uh, talking about Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You may find it odd that I talk about end-of-life stuff at this time every day. But, you know, it's a conversation that I think every family should have. I know my family did. My mom heard a radio ad I made for Crescent Tide and said, you know what, that's exactly what I want when it's my time. I don't want a big, expensive, stuffy funeral. I want a simple cremation. I don't want to pay a lot for it. And uh, I want to get it all buttoned up for you kids. So she did. She's still around. But when it is her time, uh, things will be buttoned up for my sister and me because she prepaid and pre-planned with Lisa over at Crescent Tide where simple cremations start at just $800. If you look at their Google reviews, which I always encourage you to do because they're good, uh, you'll see that it's not just prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did. When a death in the family occurs, Crescent Tide comes through for that family, and they do so in a prompt, courteous manner. And again, very inexpensive. Check them out today. Look for those Google reviews, CrescentTide.com. Oh, hey. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Am I right? You're so right, Um, So I, hmm, I came across a study. I, I think... I think some people are going to disagree with this. We disagreed with the one yesterday that said Minnesota is the least stressed state in the union. That's shocking. So today I have a list of the cities with the worst drivers and the best drivers. No, no, no. We're not Ooh. on the best list. Do not even say that, Donna. Mm. There is no way. Mm. She's, she's contemplating. She's double checking. Okay. Number one is New York City for best. Best. Interesting. Right? I guess you do need, you, you need to know how to navigate a lot of situations. They got, oh, yeah. They got cojones. Yep. Number two, Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I can tell you where they did not run their survey, <laughs> where 35 connects to 94. Exactly. Any spot where there's merging. Clearly, the criteria did not include the zipper merge. No. Which, again, Correct. in the rest of the United States is known as a merge. <laughs> we had to use colorful language to explain it to the children. Zipper. Just like how your zipper works. And so now everybody zip up your jacket. Now let That's that guy in. Now you cars. go in. Now let that guy in. Now you go in. Will there be an actual zipper on the road? <laughs> Let me start again. 
It's so funny. I never knew what that meant. Zipper. Like, but you always I knew would what hear it all the time. Meant. Well, one thing that I find since I've been here is that people come flying onto the highway. Like there's no yielding to the person in the right lane. That's my biggest complaint is the flying onto the highway without even looking to see if there's a car in the lane that you're trying to get onto. Hmm. That's it. That's my complaint. I think our question would be for anyone who's listening right now while driving, why do you suck so hard at driving? <laughs> Not at life. You're doing great at no, life. No, you're doing great. We know we're stereotyping, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. It's, it's just surprising. Anyway, I, I threw the list away. I don't care who was the worst. Do you? No. Mississippi. Let's check. It's always Mississippi. If, it, if Mississippi <laughs> is in the top five, we need to send. We should play the Mississippi game. Some sort of a care package. Let's see. Um, the best drivers, New York, Minneapolis, Salt Lake City, Boston, and San Francisco. The worst drivers are Louisville, Kentucky, followed by Orlando, then Tampa, then Nashville. Oh, wow. Memphis. Wow. Going after Tennessee. Horror. <laughs> Uh, Riverside, California, New Orleans, Birmingham, Alabama, and Sacramento. No Mississippi, because nobody's driving through there. I suppose. <laughs> People are avoiding it. <laughs> they go around. Totally, totally kidding. But we boy, is that a buggy state. <laughs> Super buggy. <laughs> well, they have like a lot of mosquitoes, I bet. One time, driving from New Jersey to Texas, going through Mississippi, middle of the night, stopped mm. at a gas station. Mm. Went inside, came back out. The entire windshield was covered oh, with Lord, bugs. I think it was it. June bugs or something. Oh, just, these no. just big. So we had to put the windshield wipers on just to get the bugs off the windshield. Pretty nasty. That is so not, gross. There's a great scene in B movie, the oh. Jerry Seinfeld animated movie, where he he. Sticks a windshield. It, it, this is actually worth. It, let me see if I can find it real quick. I don't even know. If they were kind of white bugs, actually. They were whitish in color. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, I'm gonna type in Mississippi. Haha. <laughs> I wonder what the sentence would finish. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if I. Oh yeah, I might have it here. All right. It's pretty funny. It. Let me see. I'm gonna see if I can find it here. It's where basically Jerry Seinfeld's his B character. Ends up going on the uh, front of a windshield. Holding onto the wiper? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, you got it? Oh, yep. this is great because Chris uh, Rock is the mosquito. This is funny. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Wow, wow. That, that was not the right whoa. one. That's scary. Okay, never mind. Here. Oh, what about You got a different link? I got a different one. This is going to be this worth is great it. Radio. This is great. This going to be good. It's down at the bottom. Cool. Okay. Try that. Uh, let's see. My mom is texting in. This has to be about bug talk. Uh, oh, she says this. How about when people are supposed to get in the right lane because the left lane is closed, but they stay in both lanes till the merge point, and some people get mad because you're staying in both lanes until until it's your time to merge. That's exactly what we're saying, Mom. Yeah, it zipper is, merge. It is, yes. Just use the available lanes as long as they are available. That is the best way to keep up the flow of traffic. Just keep moving. Keep moving. Just keep it moving. All right, I got go. a package, people. Why? What horrible thing has happened here? Look at these faces. They never knew what hit them. And now they're on the road to nowhere. Just keep still. 
What? You're not dead? Do I look dead? Hey, man, they will wipe anything that moves. Now, where you headed? To Honey Farms. I am onto something huge here. I'm going to Alaska. Moose blood. Crazy stuff. Blows your head off. <laughs> I've got one to Tacoma. What about you? He really is dead. All right. Uh-oh. What is that? Oh, no. It's a wiper. Triple blade. Triple blade. Jump on. It's your only chance, B. I think that's pretty good. That's good. That's funny. Chris Rock's delivery is hilarious. And particularly in an animated movie, it really works great. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he, his delivery is just so funny. Um, all right. That got me hungry. All right. Let's come down for Moose Soup after. Hey, Brian. Hey, Hi. buddy Boo. We have a question retroactive about Soup Mania. Yeah. Essentially, did yeah. we create that? Is it because of what's happened these last few months with this segment that that became a thing? Literally had nothing to do with you guys. What are you talking about? You lie. I was out yesterday. I know. So but I had it to was... make something easy for Tom. Ah. Uh... Oh. Okay. So literally nothing to do with you. Wow, that's hurtful. I mean, after all we've done for this guy. It means nothing. Golly. Uh, hey, so you have that garbage chili today. That's Garbage great. chili, yep. And then uh, what's our entree today? I got a little lemon pepper baked chicken, some roasted red potatoes, mm. and green beans. Come on, man. That's a balanced meal right there if you there ask you go. me. Right. I, I might still be in my anabolic window because I clanged and banged this morning. You know what I'm talking about, right, B? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I know what you mean. No, nobody knows what you mean. All right. Brian, what are you yeah. going to do after work today? What? What are you going to do after work? Uh, let's see. Wednesday, swimming. Okay. okay. For both of them. Okay, the children. Yeah, the children. And then I'll probably go for a run. Get my anabolic, whatever the hell Steve was talking about. <laughs> nice. All right. Hey, when is that half marathon? I got a week and a half. Whoa. Oh. We should go and cheer Brian on. Should Chicago? It uh, second thoughts. <laughs> All right. You enjoy now. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. Damn. I thought it was a Minneapolis thing. No, Brian was on his game there. He was yeah, like, he's good. He's, he's on fire. You know the gif of the kid running into the room and then immediately stopping and running backwards the other direction? That is what Donna just did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know, Donna shot me a couple mean looks in the last like 15 or 20 minutes. I Something did? changed. What are you talking about? You just I, A couple disappointed looks, which is worse. We all know. This email from... Um, Oh, is there's no time? No, just read it quick. OMG, this comes from MJ. First, Steve tells how to deal with water softeners. Now he's talking about constipation relief. Next, it'll probably be his tree report. Uh, yeah, that's right. I almost looked up a YouTube video last night. Can you make your trees bl- bud early? Fascinating. Is it? Thank God the show's over. We have got Bradley and Dawn coming in next. It's my talk. Thanks for hanging.